0: Welcome everybody to the Real Thrills Podcast Season 2, Episode 1. It is three days before Halloween we're recording this. Halloween 2021, are you excited? Eric, is this, is this something you live for?
1: I do live for Halloween. And unfortunately, we've had to wear masks all year, so I don't feel like it's very special this year. <laughs> <laughs> Did you have one last year? um i'm trying to think did did people come no i don't think we did no i don't no.
0: i don't remember it no i don't even think we dressed up i think we just stayed at home had some candy i think we had people over and it was just like super low-key and that was it
1: i don't remember if they allowed trick i don't think they allowed trick-or-treat N- in most towns my
0: town didn't no that's yeah. we live in massachusetts by the way so we were on lockdown
1: super lockdown
0: <laughs> yeah so uh yeah so halloween 2021 we're doing a special show season two episode one and we are doing, dun dun, dun 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 or what's the music for, <laughs> there we
1: go, Halloween 1978. It's uh, one of the OGs, I think, for the slasher uh, genre, definitely has sparked lots of, um, parody yes uh lots of uh imitation and certainly
0: or um, a whole franchise i mean it, it, it in, in of itself created
1: oh me, many many mo- a many remakes yeah. how many how many films are there in the halloween series excluding like the rob zombie ones are there still like pretty close i think it got up to six okay and
0: then it you know then it took a big break and then like h2o happened h2o and then rob zombie
1: rob zombie and then we had halloween 2018 which was awesome and then halloween kills more recently
0: yeah and actually that is free on streaming on i think hbo max no peacock it's free on peacock
1: Is peacock free though
0: it's no you have to subscribe (laughs) i'm just saying if you have peacock (laughs) Then you can watch it If you watch
1: The Office and then in turn got Peacock, then yes.
0: But I uh, highly recommend of all of the movies. I, I think we talked about it in our pre-show notes. Uh, Rob Zombie was a, a very unique uh, backstory of uh, Michael Myers and how things came to be. Uh, it's, you know, take it with a grain of salt. It is Rob Zombie, so he kind of has his liberties. But all in all, pretty pretty horrific Uh Oh, we forgot Resurrection. Sorry, there was another one with uh, Buster Rhymes. Yes. So LL, Cool J, and Buster Rhymes have been in this franchise. I mean... Suck on that. <laughs> so anyway, um, Rob Zombie, really good. I think 2018 Halloween was really good. I haven't seen the new one. I heard it was fair. Uh, A buddy of mine uh, texted me. It was fair. I'm like,
1: whoa, what an assessment. Not even fine. It was fair. I mean, I kind of think... Two two schools of thought here, right? So, a remake of these films is either like, let's see if we can get the original fans something new to look at. So, I'm doing a cover song. I'm doing something. So, like, you already love it. We're going to see if we can do it a little bit differently. Or, like, these are fans that are now looking to, like, make their own version of this film. Or second school of thought is this is a good concept and we're doing it for a new generation. Like we're not trying to impress the folks who know this franchise. We're just trying to do our own, a new version of this film that, you know, so like, again, this isn't really a, a remake as much as it is possibly a sequel. It's trying to
0: keep it going, right? Just how, how can we parlay this into, uh, Another franchise going forward for the next generations. Yeah.
1: And it's like, again, is the mix, are the mix reviews coming from the new school, like, hey, this is kind of lame because I've seen fucking Saw at this point? Or is it from the old school fans saying, like, well, they didn't really stay true to this? And, you know, so it's kind of like, <laughs> I, I'd like to know specific. I, I haven't seen it yet, so I don't want to no know spoilers or anything, but certainly I'm uh, kind of curious to see where the. And the thing is, like, look, at a point, they all start getting worse and worse and worse, but you keep going because you just you don't want to lose it. You know, it's yeah. like a season of a show. It's like at a point, yeah, you know, things get tired on season ten, but
0: Yeah, like happy days, jumping the shark, right? So eventually eventually
1: shark. eventually you're gonna to get to that point. Uh, but I will say that
0: after watching or re watching this first Halloween, you were left with a lot of holes. So you needed this franchise to keep going to kind of fill in these some of these gaps. You know, like who the hell? Who I had the
1: same amount of holes when I started. Just so
0: you know, <laughs> yeah. no, I don't think anything's got answered, and and we're hoping to guide you through this. But uh, again, we're we're here to focus on the first one. I'm just telling you, great genre of horror. Uh, Halloween's around the bend. Throw up any any of them. You know, part three got a lot of bad rap, but I I watched it maybe last year. Uh, oh, Season of the Witch. Season of the Witch, and I thought it was, it was totally not this. Mike Michael Myers wasn't even in this, like as even a story. Uh it just said, "Oh, we're just going to go with Halloween." And then and then in part 4 they're like, "Wait a second, we're going to go back." Yeah, it to kind of felt Myers. like
1: it felt like a little bit of like an anthology almost like, yeah. "All right, we've got a baseline. Now we're going to do our second part of Halloween, but then you know, like we have to extend what happened with Michael Myers and then you get into season season of the witch. And you're like, all right, we want to try something different and see if we can keep spawning off these like little stories. And it's like, Nope, Nope. We got to go back to Michael Myers.
0: (laughs) Yeah. And and that one, you know, again, uh, had a death scene in it that will forever be instilled in my mind is when the kid put on the mask, watched the TV and his head melted (laughs) like a kid. (laughs) So as a viewer, you're just watching this like eight year old boy have his head melted by this mask. Whereas I was kind of like, well, uh, I ain't never going to be right. So it it was it was very true to that. It was one of the best deaths I've ever seen.
1: I the only time I've ever watched television and my face melted is um when I watched CC Deville play that one solo from uh Fallen Angel on uh, that and po- that poison video because um, that was pretty face melting.
0: <laughs> uh, you're alone on that one there Eric so'll uh, I'll let you die on that hill uh, <laughs> all by yourself. All right, with that said, let's get into the movie here Eric. So on right, ha- on Halloween,
1: is this something that you always watch? Honestly, no. I always watch hocus Pocus. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I, I'm flabbergasted here. Uh, I can't even I nothing wrong with that. I, I can I, I sure, we were kids when that came out. I think that was kind of popular. Um yeah,
1: or I watch Ernest scared stupid.
0: Ah, there we go. I you're a big Ernest fan. I I've, I've listened to your other podcast. So uh you guys no, are I, very I am not ad- the Ernest fan. We just <laughs> You spent just, a lot of
1: time in that corner. I'm not afraid to talk about Ernest. Yeah. That's, it's different.
0: <laughs> there was a uh actually a recent Halloween on Netflix with Adam Sandler. Did you see that one? Oh, uh Hubie something? Yeah, be Saves Halloween or something like that. Eh. It was actually pretty pretty damn good. I heard, yeah, yeah. That would be one that I would keep in my rotation because it's kind of like you can actually have the kids in the background while it's on. It's not like super
1: super not scary, right?
0: So <clears throat> a movie that has definitely jumped into the Halloween repertoire, uh, and I, I will go back to it, is Terrifier. I mean, we, we oh, did that yeah. podcast already, so go ahead, go back and listen to what? all you uh, uh, faithful listeners out there. I do highly recommend the Terrifier. If you haven't seen it and you listen to our pod, go ahead, find it on Amazon Prime or wherever it may be, and Probably watch it this Halloween. Yeah, I I, I t- highly recommend. If you want to be scared, that's it. I mean, I, I think I think that's one
1: of the scariest movies I've seen in a while. Yeah, and I think w- w- when we talked about this film and rewatching it. um... There's are some scary scenes, but it moves a little slow. Yes. I think, I think what happened later in films when they did this kind of same trope is that you got into the conflict much earlier, and there was a lot more of a chase scene. This felt like we built up to the chase scene, and the chase scene was like eight minutes. You know what I mean? It felt like it was very quick, and it ended too abruptly, and... I I think they could have cut out a lot of stuff in the middle and kind of done a little bit more with Jamie Lee Curtis running away. And I, I know that gets kind of annoying, but I just feel like they perfected that part of it much later in movies. And I think this lacked a little bit of that substance in the middle. And you kind of like lost what was happening or why he was specifically going after her. And,
0: and I don't know what you call it to today's generation because remember when this movie came out 19 you know 78 really popularized in the 80s uh, again no cell phones and I caught myself a lot of times during this re- rewatch getting bored and looking at my phone. I don't know what you want to call that we should really dub that as something uh, is like it's
1: called ADHD <laughs> <laughs> true where it's just
0: like I'm watching this movie it's getting kind of slow and I'm looking at Instagram. Yeah, I, I, you know, for no, for no good reason. So, so that, that to me shows me, you know, I never did that in a Terrifier. I never did that in a lot of other movies we've done. But yeah. for this movie, yeah, I, I, agree. And we're not trying to poo-poo this movie. No, no, it's not where we're at. I'm just saying, that's what we kind of noticed during this rewatch. It's like, wow, this is, in today's standards slow. So if I'm watching it every Halloween, <clears throat> if it comes on TV. I will still watch it. It will still be on in the background because I know it's kind of a safe movie because uh, it's not a lot of blood, guts, and, and, yep. and all that. Uh, but the way that fear builds up is probably what holds up.
1: Yeah, the thing is, like, look, every Beatles album has a couple bad songs on it, but it doesn't take away from the fact that it was a great album. I think that this is the same concept. I think there's there's parts of it that, that you feel like they could be using to build more character development. So is or, Michael Myers the Ringo of serial killers? Um, yeah, yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> I think I either that or George Harrison. Well, I, th- look, there's a big jump there. <laughs> <laughs> George there Harrison, great, no, songwriter, Starr, no, great songwriter, Ringo star, not great songwriter.
0: I guess what I well, you know, maybe he's the third. You know, the third guy.
1: I don't know. Is he the fourth? Does he drop that low for you? Uh, Freddie Krueger is the John Lennon, right? I mean, no doubt about it. Oh yeah, and then Jace is probably the uh,
0: Paul McCartney. Paul McCartney, yeah, sure. <laughs> so if, if 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 Ringo is Michael Myers, I love where we're going with this. <laughs> if Ringo is now Michael Myers, what, who's George Harrison? Who is Leatherface? <laughs> Leatherface. Hmm. I see George. George Harrison seems to be the, the the very like low key like wasn't he super like religious and
1: spiritual? I think he got there. Maybe he's pinhead. <laughs> Yeah, Doesn't that make more sense? Like it, in this totally other world? Like I've never seen them in leather, but I guess it. <laughs> I guess it, it could track. Sure. Yeah. I don't know. We'll put that on debate
0: for all you listeners out there. We're just comparing serial killers to uh, the yeah, Beatles. If, you've
1: se- if you have, if you can Google photos of uh, of any of the Beatles in leather, let us know. Yeah. Now, now you can send that over to uh Haylight uh, hey Sleeper <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: Instagram page. Anyway, um, Halloween, nineteen seventy eight what is it written directed and produced and scored scored by our very the one and only John Carpenter. John Carpenter. So I think that also puts it in a pantheon of, you know, top movies anyway.
1: Um, and we're talking about a uh, budget of 3 to 350,000. It's not clear. I don't know if they're like not able to figure out the inflation piece of it, but um, box office, 60 to $70 million on this. Yeah, but back
0: back when box office numbers matter or was a thing, yep. what this movie actually did transcending, you know, the way it is broadcasted today, I mean, just think of the mo- the money, this thing, it just keeps producing. Oh, completely. It, so that number is really probably a billion dollar franchise. And it's
1: one of the most, I think for this film alone, was one of the most profitable independent films of all time. Oh, and Which you is can, amazing, and you
0: could tell. And we'll get right into it in our first segment, opening scene. We, we'll, we'll hold off until we get to that. We still probably have more notes to go here. Yep. Uh one hundred and thirty, well, an hour and thirty-one minutes, ninety-one total
1: minutes. Yep, felt like two hours. It felt like a long time. Um, set set in originally nineteen sixty-three for the beginning goes to nineteen seventy-eight. So we're we're kind of present day. Yep, it was filmed in May in California. Yep. which you can kind of tell. They don't do a great job at making it look like fall. I'll just be honest with you. Yeah, they used the same like bag
0: of leaves in every scene. They kept <laughs> moving the leaves around California. Yeah, but it's Fall filmed, doesn't exist. Filmed
1: in a total of 20 days in May in California. Um, which is epic. 20-day movie. And and it came out, I mean, you May... To October, I mean, you're putting that out in five months, getting it all completed and having it released. I think it was released, uh, I think it was released today. I think it was released on the 28th of October 1978. So, happy oh, anniversary. Oh, here we are. Awesome. If, we're, if we're I'm doing, wrong, I'm sorry. I, yeah, I'm we're, pretty sure it's around No, nah, you're,
0: you're 100% right. We're doing this right. You know, okay, we, yeah. We know what we're doing here.
1: We're yeah, professional. We, we picked this on purpose. <laughs> yeah. We're like, and this day, <laughs> like, hey, let's, let's throw
0: a dart at the wall. At Thursday,
1: yeah, you got you got time on Thursday. Yeah, we could do it. Uh, we're celebrating a birthday. Let's <laughs> um, talk about Jamie Lee Curtis. Uh,
0: f- her first film, first film, Scream Queen, right? This this kind of catapulted her career. Uh, friends with John Carpenter. She was just a seventeen-year-old yep. high school girl.
1: Now, uh, okay, can I just say? She looks thirty-two in this film. Like she's, she dresses like it. I that was one of my notes where I'm like, how, how, how do girls dress in 1978? <laughs> like they look like
0: preschool teachers or something.
1: Well, she did. I mean, I don't know if her friends did, but she certainly did. She she seemed like kind of the Franklin. I know we're gonna talk about it, but like a little bit Ooh. of the Franklin. Like I, to me, she's like the wet blanket of the group. Uh, yeah, probably. Uh, she forgot the, her chemistry book. Remember? She did she, forget she, her chemistry she got, book. She got. F- she was
0: all butthurt about that, and uh, and uh, then was when it, Annie l- spilled
1: the beans on her crush, uh, yeah, all sorts of things went down there.
0: Yeah, we we're we we're getting in almost carry mode here with her. So uh, yes, <laughs> uh, but no, Jamie Lee Curtis, uh, daughter of Janet Lee of Psycho, so yes. and then this
1: movie is her first movie. I mean, John Carpenter was probably eating this up with a yeah, spoon. You he know? was just like,
0: "What? <laughs> this is perfect," Be- because and, you get a you get a psycho vibe. It is, yes. Like, I mean, very we talk Hitch- about this all the time. Hitchcockian. Yeah. Type. We
1: talk about Hitchcock. A lot of these films seem to be very, Not cock, Hitchcock,
0: Hitchcock, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. What did I say? I don't know. I'm just <laughs> focusing on the cock, I guess. <laughs>
1: you, <laughs> you, well, you always do. <laughs> <laughs> it's a very phallic
0: movie that we're talking about here. That's, Halloween, a lot of brother sister relations here. For like, sure. Yeah. Uh, it, you know, it does creep a line, but uh, let's move on.
1: Um, so the f- imaginary town right? Haddonfield, Illinois. Oh Hatfield, Massachusetts no uh,
0: very, <laughs> very close, right uh, anyway yes fictitious town in Chicago in Illinois.
1: Illinois um, yeah feels like small town vibes sheriff. it's a suburb. yeah. what's yeah. scarier than a suburb It's and again this this is that trope that you see in every ah, film yeah. after you know like it, it just it, it is what it is um, created many genres of horror. And do we do we think that this kind of started the the babysitter trope because it feels like it to me? Like it, oh, I mentioned in
0: our show notes that this should just be called the babysitter dies. Like it's just you. Can, but she doesn't
1: die. Well, one of them. Does. The other did. Yeah, uh, Annie died. But <laughs> well, she she actually quit on the job and then she died. So don't <laughs> quit a babysitting job and leave the kids alone. Who would she have to go pick up? Brad. I don't know. Some uh, dude. She was going to pick up um. Uh, Paul. Paul. Because she gives. Paul. She kept singing the song, Paul, and something about a stall. Not like a bathroom stall, but she can no longer stall. Huh? She's looking for that. Yeah, she wants that. She want.
0: She wanted Paul. <laughs> she wants Paul. Yeah, and and uh, yeah, we'll we'll get into that. Well, that
1: was dumb because lots of trips to Bone Town. I mean, they ain't never gonna be right. It might be Paul because he's sitting there, blue balls waiting for waiting for Annie to show up. <laughs> no, nah, I'm sure he just
0: called the next the next girl that was babysitting somewhere
1: else. But he snuck he was grounded and he snuck out. What? That's what he, that's what she said. Did you ever do that in high school? I never got grounded. Yeah. <laughs> I did when I was in grade school. Maybe not high school. I don't think I was ever grounded ever. Uh, anyway, I don't know if I was a good kid or I had bad parents, I don't know which one. <laughs>
0: You seem like a good kid. Could, could be both. You seem like a good kid now. <laughs> well.
1: Not I, much of an adult, but a good kid. That's because I killed a man when I was 14, and I've changed. <laughs> oh, my God. We got a Michael Myers right in front of us. Anyway, keep going with your notes. Um, why don't we get into well, – the other thing is, trope-wise, so like babysitter – Also like the if you have sex you're gonna die. And we we talked about that before, like they they joke about it in scream, but
0: urban legends really fulfilling itself in this.
1: But as we get into the opening scene, why did Michael Myers kill his sister? Just because she banged that dude? Part of that brother sister. Who's also named Michael? Is that like a little fucked up? Like
0: Yeah, this movie had layers to it, man. I I think I don't know if we want to keep Peeling this one back, where I think there's a lot of brother sister things happening. It's like an
1: Ed Gein kind of thing or something, but yeah. with a sister. But anyway, point being, I don't know why, other than the sex, like did she ground him? Was she supposed to be watching him and didn't take him trick or treating? Like maybe they explain it as we get into it, but like just talking about this movie, it doesn't explain why he. Takes a knife to his sister. Uh, Doctor Loomis had a good, uh,
0: you know. He's just he's just fucked up. The devil incarnate, you know. He's—he's he's just.
1: Why are he dressed up as a clown? And then <laughs> the silly clown mask he wore. I don't know.
0: Couldn't tell um, you. Were you? Have you ever been a clown? No. You should.
1: I've been clowned.
0: <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe one year you'll be a clown, and you'll go murder yeah. people. Well,
1: wait, I can only hope.
0: <laughs> all right. You know what? Uh we gotta edit that out, tech tech department. Uh we don't want this to be out there in the world. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, God forbid a Loomis investigates us. <laughs>
0: yeah. No, that would be your, your saving grace. You, be, yeah, you, the only you'd way to get You never get caught, even if he got shot six times. Um, what a terrible shot. <laughs> Why in horror movies d- does anyone go to a gun range? Like they have a gun, they just well, don't he, know how to use he it. He did
1: hit him. He just he just Yeah, hit Michael him Myers in all the wrong spots, like, I guess. Well, Michael Mouse is like the fifty cent of serial killers, right? Like, <laughs> is is
0: Loomis from like Denmark? Like the guy in the thing? Like, did he just like learn from him how to shoot a gun? <laughs>
1: oh yeah. Well, I hope not. Probably. Uh, Unanswerable question, but uh, we'll move yeah. on. And we're gonna get into Loomis, but let's talk about the opening scene, which I thought, like watching it, and I've seen it, you know, a handful of times in the last handful of years, but the opening scene is so good. Yeah, it gets back. To why
0: this movie's genius anyway, right? The cinematography of this was his directing. Cinematography was really great. I mean, not there was another cinematographer. It wasn't Carpenter, but he helped direct like what he wanted to kind of see. And the point of
1: view in the beginning was was I think the best part of the movie. I'm gonna even go before that. I think the opening credits is amazing. Like it's got that like. Pumpkin that looks like it was carved by a ten year old sitting there lit up black screen. The credits roll in and the fucking music starts. It already like yeah. that. That we'll talk about the score after, but like the score alone with that scene of the pumpkin, like you're already there. Like you're in it. Like if Like to me, like it doesn't feel like Halloween if I don't think about that, that song. Is that going to be the drop for you? Like that first. Like I mean, it could be. Do you but, know, just like
0: this is about to get real. It's just music. This pumpkin and just names going flying all around. It's yeah, just like
1: you're intrigued because I think that a lot of the other horror movies around this time they don't have that same dynamic right away, and so you know it's going to be a, a banger as soon as it starts. And again, like I was saying, like I I don't know what it what it felt like for in hollow like for Halloween time in like 1977 and before, but I guarantee it doesn't feel the same as it does now. Like I think this movie is like so embedded in halloween culture like the music the themes the feeling of it like this did there it. was no movie before this that centered around halloween this was the first yeah so it just just the credits alone to me like when when it comes on like if you're not like psyched up by that like i don't know what to tell you <laughs> like, now i know we
0: mentioned it in the beginning of the show the terrifier uh other halloween movies i mean this being the first and I think it really deterred a lot of, like, good directors to stay away from Halloween because of John Carpenter and what he did to this. Yeah. And he was like, fuck, I just don't want to touch that. Other movies have tried. That's why this genre kept going. Uh, But name one other Halloween set movie that even is in your top ten. I already told you,
1: Hocus Pocus. stop it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Casper. You know, like... No, there, I mean, there's really not. There
0: really isn't.
1: Terrifier is the Terrifiers first- Terrifier is- Has
0: become is one excellent. of those movies that I'm just like, w- disturbingly good, scary, and just like, utterly creepy. I mean, take the element of these girls from Terrifier, not mean on Halloween. Yep. But I did go back when I was trying to find this movie on many streaming networks. Uh, trust me, if you just have- regular tv would you have spectrum
1: spectrum they have it on AMC it,
0: it, yeah just look on AMC on Halloween you'll find it but anyway i Trutter, found yeah yeah, yeah i found all hallows eve and started watching that oh yeah 2013 yeah i and i was like oh this is there so let me start watching that i probably got about up until they watched the videotape that he got from his like trick or treat bag mm-hmm as soon as the video stopped and she was on the phone with one of her friends talking about how creepy the, the videotape was yep. and I stopped and I was just like, so I was like, that's pretty good. It was, it yep. was pretty good. Yep. You know, I was, I, I, I didn't continue cause I was trying to find Halloween. So I was like, I'm, I don't want to get off topic here, but I definitely had to say it in the show because it's, you know, all Hallow's Eve, another one wrapped around Halloween. I'm like, uh, Cheaply made, not well done, but man, and it, it gets it, it delivers. It delivers uh that fear factor, so for sure.
1: Yeah, it's like uh it's like the Daniel Johnston of music. It's like this dude was like a creative genius, but he like banged around on, with a tape recorder and a small keyboard and sang weird songs. But like the dude's a, a musical genius, and I think that that's like we need more of those in the horror genre. Yeah, who's like I can take fifty bucks and and do something that looks great and well, that's and,
0: Blumhouse for you right now. Like yep. that's they're they're doing a great job of that. So anyway, I digress. Let's go back. We are talking about. Opening scene, and you,
1: you... Point of view. You mentioned the point of view. So, which is
0: amazing cinematography.
1: So, Psycho, yeah. right? But also, like, um, I know it wasn't the first, but it reminds me most of it, is Black Christmas. Yeah. Is that you You get... stalkerish. Like Yeah. You, you're from the eyes of the stalker. And I like that it kind of goes from the eyes... Because, like, you go from the eyes, and he grabs the knife, right? In the kitchen. Like, you just see this, this person. You're from their... Point of view, um, go, um, sees Judith and her boyfriend go upstairs to go bone it out. Go, walks in the back door. How long do you think they were up there for? Five seconds? Not even. <laughs> <laughs> from the time it took them to
0: walk to from the the curb to the to the back door. Yeah. So, hey viewers, pay attention to how
1: long that takes. Can't be more than a minute. I, I mean, hey, two pump jumped and he was out of there, <laughs> man. Um, but goes and grabs a knife and then goes into the living room. And I think that's when the mask goes on, right? Because then you start seeing from the eye Which was holes, awesome. That's which, when I was like, transition well, I see, I'm was like, Whoa. getting
0: blown away. This because great.
1: the two things you feel about it are that obviously the eye holes get more narrow and you're like, you really feel like you're in the mask and then the breathing. Like the way that the audio was able to capture that like kind of um, strained breathing in there was like pretty excellent. Yeah. But goes upstairs and titties <laughs> titties are, he starts pounding them out with a knife um yeah it, it, you know he, he
0: kills her sister
1: Yep, goes back downstairs and then the parents show up and they're like michael and he's just standing there with the most comically large knife i've ever seen like what are you cutting with that thing yeah it's that can't be that can't be safe in a in a residential kitchen uh, you're you're I saw when I got here that tonight you're you're, you're I've got a couple your knife though. is that big sitting <laughs> no, on your sitting not. on your
0: sitting on your table upstairs I bought a, waiting for somebody to pick that up and and bring it upstairs and
1: kill you with it I bought a Halloween prop knife from some website and it's comically large and I was like this is such a bad prop and I after watching the movie I'm like nope this is about right <laughs> yeah this it it's, looks, it looks, holds up <laughs> looks about right all right opening scene.
0: Yeah, yeah, and then I, uh
1: the parents, Michael, but the only thing I don't like about this is like they could have made Michael a lot more creepy. I feel like he looks like, you know, like fucking Devin Sauer or like Jonathan Taylor Thomas. Like, can't you give the kid like some bags under his eyes and make him look like a like a Damien from the Omen or something? Yeah, like, he's, well, I was six years <laughs> old and I, I want know. a creepier kid, okay. You want a creepier all right. as an adult, Michael's very creepy. Yes. But I want a creepier kid. I'm just, just calling it all right. He looks too normal to me. Maybe that's he's unassuming. That makes him a good serial killer. Well, we're going to drop it. We're going to drop it like it's hot. The drop? Let's drop it. All right, when shit gets real, what do you got? Well, I'm going to go that you hear Crazy Loomis talking about how evil Michael is. I don't even think the scene where Michael steals the car and disappears. I think the scene where you find out that Michael is back in Haddonfield after murdering his sister. But then when Loomis pulls to the side of the road and sees the Phelps auto garage or salvage truck or whatever, and then you see the dead body and you're like, okay, so he's, he's back and he's already murdering people. So the drop for me is that we get to see it. Loomis doesn't, but you're like, okay, shit is getting real now. Like, he was a fucked up kid, but he's even worse as an adult.
0: <laughs> yeah, he's he's on a mission. He's going back to Haddonfield. He's on a mission to do God knows what. Uh, as the movie unfolds, uh, I think for me is because you're 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 at the point of view for a lot of the movie. The, the movie goes on. You know, I mean, yep. it can't be like an hour in and you finally get to see him, or when he, yeah, maybe forty five minutes in, halfway through. So when he kind of peeks around the bushes. Yeah, and, and it's eye to eye contact with uh, Lori. Yep. Lori. to me, I was like, "There he is! There's the guy that's gonna haunt our dreams for the next forty years."
1: I wrote it down because I think that's a, g- a great point. But I also wrote down the clothesline scene when she gets home. Yeah, and the wind's blowing in, and then she, she- moves, and he's standing in between the the clothesline like that. Yeah. Is- so
0: there's a five minute section of this movie that that's part of that five minutes, like. You keep seeing him, like stalking her, like in different yep. points. You see the he's mask, driving the station wagon, super slow. <laughs> yeah, super creepy, super stalkerish. And uh, you just see this guy in this uh, gas station attendant suit and a white mask. Super creepy. So that that to me was a drop. Once I finally saw him, and I was just like, oh, ho, ho, here we go. Yep. There he is, the guy that's gonna be stuck in my mind for the next forty years.
1: Yep. Um. What do you think about death scene?
0: The so death scene, not I, a lot, I, not a lot. And there was a lot of chokeout scenes. Like he really kind of showed his like.
1: Yeah, I felt I was watching UFC for half of it. Yeah. So
0: like Annie dies in a car with getting choked out. Yep. Uh, Which
1: I I have to say is like the fucking worst death of all. I'm just I, I'm sorry. Like
0: face to face, and you're just like uh, struggling, and it, just, it takes five. But minutes But she's to just
1: she acts so bad in it. Like she's like oh. <laughs> uh, and she's like hitting the horn and then she like does this weird slow like fall down to the window and she's like bah! you know like, Yeah. Oh she <laughs> okay. was she was milking. Andy, it. come on.
0: <laughs> she was milking that. So uh I think it's gonna be I, I think we landed it on Bob was it Bob is is the is the uh the guy who was going to Bone Town with uh
1: Yeah, he's the but he's the he's the Bud King.
0: Yeah, so he was down in the kitchen getting a beer getting for a, Linda. Getting a beer and uh, he gets lifted up against the wall, kind of shows his strength, and then stabbed into the wall, and he's, like, stuck in the wall, and he's just...
1: Which, okay.
0: That was the first time a knife was used. <laughs> that was the first time there was actually blood. I was like, all right, finally we're getting to a death that had not, someone's not getting choked out.
1: I appreciate the concept, but it it physically doesn't make sense because there's, like... The knife would have to be fourteen feet long, like the with the way that the thing was sticking out and still holding him up in this wall. Like, first of all, props to Michael Miles for finding a stud on the first try. I got a hammer and I can. This is a knife. It's like a
0: little crocodile Dundee-ish. But you know? <laughs>
1: very, very cool scene in general. I like that. The the yeah the overpowering domination. Yeah, you finally get to see and it. And the stab like he is takes, pretty great.
0: He takes care of the women in different fashion.
1: Well, my my kill is Linda. Because I like, I just love the scene where he puts the sheet over his head like a ghost. Oh, okay, yeah. Puts the glasses on, goes upstairs, and then strangles Linda with the phone, the phone cord. Yeah. Um, I, I just think that's a great scene. Like, the the door flying open and him standing there with that with the ghost in the glasses. Like, oh, shit. It, little jump scare. And to me, it's like, it's, and I know it, this came much later, but it's like a Freddy Krueger moment, right? Like, yeah. to me, it's like, it shows a little bit of, like, Comic genius Yeah In this film Because why would he do that It's totally unnecessary But you're, like where It's does, great
0: You're already wearing a mask And then you put a Then you put a ghost Yeah you
1: put a goat, the in gl- the glasses Were really Because like You obviously can't see Through the, the sheet Like for, like What's a thread count On the sheet First of all is what I want to know Like yeah. <laughs> But Egyptian cotton But I, I just I, I just think that scene Was so funny I just think It, it was great Well yeah. executed yeah, little, And it A little bit- comedic. Yeah, it was was, was biting and it just yeah, I don't know. And then the phone cord and then what was funny is that Annie had called her before and was like chewing and that's why Lori didn't really believe that this call was legit because she's like, ah, 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 you know. Yeah. (laughs) So here we go again. She must be with Paul. (laughs) Yeah. Getting
0: some deep throat. (laughs) Just had to put it in there.
1: That's All right. what he said.
0: That's, yeah. <laughs> uh, so where are we at? Well, that was dumb. That was dumb. All right. Here we go. We'll try to keep this as clean as possible. We are. We are. Uh, is that is that our time right there? Yep. All right. Cool. So we'll try to get this shortened uh, as much as we can, but there's a ton. So buckle up. Yep. All right. Can, go. We, go,
1: can we go rapid fire back yeah. and forth? Okay.
0: Going to Bone Town. That was
1: dumb. Yeah, I mean, you, come on. You can't have sex. In don't have tie. sex in a horror movie. We know that. This This movie kicked it off. Um, That was dumb. Lonnie Elam. This dude's not <laughs> even going to graduate the sixth grade, okay? And he's going and knocking on the boogeyman's house. Yeah, bully. So, what a,
0: Lonnie bullies, Elam. Yeah, bullies in general. You're dumb. You're dumb. Uh,
1: don't babysit on Halloween. That's dumb. Definitely. And what, what do you think the going rate for a babysitter back then was? 50 cents an hour? Like, <laughs> Yeah.
0: Barely, yeah, they they are they're looking to do is have sex with boys. So it's like
1: <laughs> I'm going my next dumb is Dr. Loomis. This motherfucker parks in a handicap spot. He when he goes back to yell at the detention center or the asylum yeah. for allowing Michael Myers, he's parked in a handicap spot. Yeah. I, yeah. It's that, fucked up.
0: That was dumb and fucked up. Yeah. Uh Haddonfield Police Department. I mean, Loomis comes to town. He says this killer's on the loose. They just bite on every word of this guy and don't do anything about it. No PB, n- nothing. No, no information out to the public. I know he says not to, because then you're gonna, you know, have all these calls. But Jesus, police, the police knew this whole time that something bad could be happening, and they were not
1: seen in this whole fucking movie. <laughs> yep. Uh pulling up to your father, who's a cop, after hot boxing your car. Nice, not, not a good idea. Uh,
0: for all you parents out there, Halloween date night sounds pretty dumb. <laughs> Leave your kids at home. We went to Luigi's and had a great
1: pasta dish.
0: <laughs> yeah, there was a there was a big joke that uh, all of these parents, you know, there's this whole town. Uh, it it. it I, I will definitely give a shout out because this is kind of an homage to my one of my favorite podcasts it's called uh, the rewatchables and they did this movie recently so I'm trying to stay oh, really? as far away they did it on Monday on Tuesday oh, geez. so I'm trying to stay away from what they said as much as possible but I am definitely giving them a full endorsement go ahead and listen I listen it's to, a great podcast yeah, yeah I mean we are hundred percent homage to them in this segmented format of movies For sure. Um for sure. So they're definitely uh, 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 a pod to listen to. And they made a joke in that pod that I thought was really funny. And I'm just going to mention to it now that all these parents in this town go on this date night. Are they all together? Oh, yeah. Are they are they at, at a little swingers party? or And they're just like, ah, fuck them. Leave the kids at home with a babysitter. We're, we're going to go have our own fun. Because they even with Michael Myers back when he was six years old, they left. True. They, they came back from the date night and murders happened. So parents, I implore you do not go on a date night on Halloween. It's dumb.
1: Agreed. Um, I'm going to call it out because they mention it in the movie but you don't get to see it but I had to look it up. Soaping windows. <laughs> What's that? So apparently it's a Halloween prank where you just rub soap on people's windows because it's supposed to be funny because they have to wash it off and it's a pain in the ass. Just so they would soap. Soap, they would soap people's windows. So I think Annie says that Paul is grounded because he toilet papered a house and was soaping windows. And so I'm like, what the fuck is soaping windows? And I looked it up and in the 80s and I guess late 70s. There was a lot of these like style pranks. Like there was one called like forking a yard where you would just... Take like a hundred forks and stick them in someone's yard, and then the joke was that the people would like have a hurt back because they have to be pulling all these forks out of the yard. Like they're really dumb pranks, but are they though? But I'm just gonna say, so- soaping a window doesn't sound like a great prank to me, honestly. Until
0: you're if, out there with your hose and it just keeps creating sucks. Yeah, I'm out of, uh, <laughs> motherfucker. Bubbles, bubbles, <laughs> bubbles. If like... any
1: kids come to my house soaping, I ooh. oh god, God forbid you clean my
0: windows. Right. <laughs> uh, and as you know it, I'm going to leave it off right here on my end. You might have more. It is the epic as we know from Scream. I'll be right back. Don't put your clothes on. <laughs> yep. Yeah, that was dumb. Don't
1: don't ever say those lines in a horror movie. You're going to die. Bob. Um my last one is Michael Myers eats dogs. <laughs> yeah what? <laughs> what the fuck is he and why is this still- oh he got hungry i mean <laughs> that sho- that shows how much of a savage this dude is right i never saw jason eat a dog <laughs> dude no. the zombie wasn't eating dogs <laughs> this guy's eating dogs yeah like dude you were at the hardware store you couldn't have stopped by fucking the neighborhood diner and got a burger like you're eating a dog
0: yeah well he had a mask on he looked he looked out of sorts so I don't it was know. halloween though yeah, so he'd look normal. If he looked
1: normal. If he if he walked in to the diner on Halloween wearing that outfit, the waitress would be like, Oh, that's cute, honey, what can I get you? My name's Flo. I'll be taking care of you today. <laughs>
0: Has to be a Flo. You are in the Midwest, so that makes a hundred percent sense. Um another th- that was dumb and we'll, we'll kind of segue here for a little bit, Loomis. Just as a doctor. Like who He's
1: a fucking turd.
0: Yeah, he, he he's 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 he. <laughs> He really goes into overacting mode and in some of his speeches and some of his, uh, information that he tries to give to the cops. He's just, if, if the cops said it best, cop, uh, bracket. He said it best when he's like to Loomis, if he's really as bad as you describe, like God have mercy on your soul, or something like to the to the doctor, like yeah. Thanks
1: for letting him go. Yeah, thanks fucker. for letting
0: him go. Like that was really telling of why Loomis just you're dumb. Like you know, you don't have proper care at your uh, facility because when they when they came back with the nurse, there's like I don't know
1: ten people out in the field, which I thought was such a great scene. To me, it was like very like the rain was coming down so hard, and then. It shows um like all these like almost zombie esque people walking yeah. around. So it was like very night of the living dead to me. But then I love after that scene ends and it snaps to like back to Haddonfield and it's like this beautiful fall day and it's like quiet and it's goes back into a you know, a John Carpenter score that's like oddly just like scary and whimsical at the same time and you're like, Whoa, what is this? Yeah. So we'll end it there.
0: Any more on Loomis that you want to just slap I him not
1: I always thought Loomis was a hero. Watching it again today, I'm like, this dude is a fuckface. Like, yeah, kind so, of so the let's, not give, him a, let's not give him He's a Tommy Jarvis. Tommy Jarvis.
0: Oh, yes, 100%. He wins that award, hands down. So let's get into our new segment here. Right? We got rid of... In Season 2, we're getting rid of What Would You Do? And we're also going to get rid of Alternate Ending because um, we
1: sucked at both those
0: yeah it was a- afterthought and if if our listeners were probably like yeah you probably didn't spend a lot of time there and that's okay <laughs> I, I
1: had fun with it
0: when you were trying to make these like spin-off movies and stuff like uh, an alternate ending um, but what we're gonna call this now is hot takes Halloween hot takes. or not Halloween just horror movie hot takes so my hot take is we kind of mentioned it in the beginning of the show uh Movie, movie's slow. I mean, like I said, ADHD kicked in. I was looking at my phone, really didn't grab me. And we also just called Michael Myers the Ringo of serial killers. So, I mean, those are my hot, those are hot takes. I don't
1: know. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. It's like, yes, he's one of the OGs. Um they definitely ripped him off when they made Jason Voorhees making this big brute. But like you could go back and say the same thing about Michael Myers being ripped off from the killer from Black Christmas. And like I don't think he's like necessarily like this original thing that no one else has ever done before. Um I think they did it really well with him. Yes. Certainly. I think it was a
0: collectivity of just John Carpenter's genius. You know, made the story that created this genre and I'm like, sure, fine, leave it over there. But watch this movie again. You're going to be like, Holy crap. There's still 30 minutes to go. Like you said, like the, the action doesn't happen to the last 10 minutes and then it's over so quick. You're just like, Oh shit. That, that, that was it. I'm out of here.
1: Well, we, we watched like, so just to go back to terrifier, cause we were talking about it Halloween. Like I think to me that that makes sense with how they kind of do the films today, which is that it's like, maybe 10 or 20 minutes of like buildup. And then it's like an hour of cat and mouse chasing. Yeah. And they do a lot with that. And so I understand that they've got to do this kind of slow buildup where it's like on this night, Michael's going to go around and make and kill a bunch of people. Sure. Um, I just think like it lacked creativity in the specific death scenes. It didn't have a lot of like jump scare kind of moments. And the killings were all, like, slow and, and kind of predictable at a point, you know? Like, I think even with, like, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, which came out, you know, four years before this, like, there were a couple pops where it's, like, even though there weren't a lot of deaths, there were some scary scenes where Leatherface pops out and you're like, holy shit! Yeah. Um, so, again, I think Michael Myers, great. The film is great. Um. I don't disagree with you. I It, it feels slow to go back to, but I think that Again, it's like the first draft. It's like, you know, it, it, it's,
0: it's... For what a, it created was, right. was was amazing. But, I mean, just watching this over again, and I some of you might say I'm crazy or whatever, but like I said, this is a movie you can put on in the background, give out candy on Halloween, check in and out of the movie. Like, you're not
1: locked in. Yeah, because there's not a lot of character development. Like, the most you learn is like, again, Paul got grounded for soaping windows, and yeah. you hear that Michael Myers has black eyes like you know um but i i think that i don't need a lot of substance right like i i guess like i would have substituted that for more more death scenes you know or like less stalking and because if 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 we knew why he was stalking jamie lee curtis different story right and we don't know we don't know we just see him keep watching her and it's like What is the purpose of this? Like, does he think that that's his sister that he killed? Like, what, why is she? And the thing is, no, because Jamie Lucurice is uptight and his sister was a little bit of a Lucy.
0: (laughs) Yeah, right. Complete opposite. And uh, he was a loose woman. The other, the other thing is, you know, my hot take was, I mean, you, you you looked at how, like, who Freddy Krueger was with his, um, at Je ne sais quoi, his, Debonair, uh, very charismatic. You had Jason who was just brute force. Um Leatherface, same thing. Brute Force, just sadistic, crazy guy. Um and Michael Myers was, you know, another hot take, just
1: not that terrifying. Take that mask away and he's just the fucking dude. He, I I thought he was scarier with the mask off. <laughs> to be honest, with you, when they finally show his face and he's got that like weird eye, and he's like Arr! like I, I think he's pretty I think he's pretty scary. Yeah, but in general, like the way
0: that he was like moving around, I'm like he's not so so overbearing. Is like it's just a guy in a mask on Halloween that he's just like it's a stalkerish vibe. And I in the think '70s, that's it. that
1: was a that was a buff figure. <laughs> Yeah, I well, so was uh, Jason was kind of a scrawny dude in the first couple films too. It took until Kane Hodder in the eighties to like really make him look like he was a, a beefy bro. You know,
0: true. I guess there was a Halloween did the same thing later. Like Michael Myers just became this mythical creature. Yeah, but in this first one, I'm just like, I don't, I don't get it. Why am I supposed to be scared? of This,
1: yeah, it's kind of like a, there's a, a bunch it goes of goes after
0: babysitters. Like, dude, yeah. I'm,
1: I'm all set. There's a lot of movies <laughs> that are like that. That I feel like. They, they made the killer scary without doing anything to like to me like slumber party massacre like the dude with the drill is fucking terrifying but he has no mask on he's wearing a jean jacket he's just a normal dude but he looks fucking terrifying yeah. I don't know why um, but again and and again maybe I would feel differently this
0: movie is very centered has a message against women uh, you know like with the
1: stalker um, I think if he stayed in that I, I think if he stayed in that sheet right the, or the hospital the, his Oh, his hospital, oh, the- <laughs> his hospital Johnny down yeah I think he should that should have been his, his outfit he should and never like put the overall running stuff. around like he was jumping and like a spider monkey on his car. ass just keeps flying out yeah. like
0: <laughs> that brings some comedy to this. No, I mean the suit does justice. The mask does justice. I'm just saying the way that he's moving, the way he gets stabbed, he's getting himself in a lot of precocious situations. That he's like, you're a, you're dumb. You know, you're you're so sloppy.
1: Yeah, for someone who's like so strong, you think he would have just grabbed Lori and like snapped her neck, but like it shows him like he takes that like swipe of the knife and he he cuts her arm sleeve. Yeah. Uh. I, yeah. I don't know. Again, we're talking shit because this is what we do. Yeah. It's a great film, right? Yeah. It's <laughs> trying to be controversial.
0: Yeah, the, the hot takes is for like for you listeners
1: to be like, we're complete assholes. Yeah. Horror fans, you can you can criticize something. It's okay. Yeah. It's all right. You can say that you would have liked something different. It's okay. The yeah, world's not gonna end. All
0: right, let's get to our awards. Franklin Award. Lori. Tommy Jarvis. Loomis. Loomis. <laughs> the Sue Award.
1: Uh, Lori, 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 you're never gonna be right. Yeah, that's Sue, right?
0: Yeah. Any more awards, Charles? Loomis
1: again. Loomis. <laughs> yeah. So obviously, well, just, since we're in season two, we should just real quick explain re- re- the rewards. recap. All yes. right. All right.
0: So, so let's start with
1: the Franklin. Who's Franklin? So Franklin is from Texas Chainsaw Massacre. The first episode we did, we came up with this award because we tried to think of a way. To describe how annoying Franklin. Franklin was the brother of Sally in the film. He's in a wheelchair, he's a wet blanket, he just complains about everything. So You're kind of waiting for him to die, or yeah, that person so this, to die. This character is the person that is either the wet blanket that you're waiting to die, or just the person who kind of like you. annoys you. He's like the Eeyore, brings down the energy. And Lori is like that in this yeah. film. Even though she's our scream queen, she's our final girl. Another a, hot
0: take for you. That's another. That's we we got a lot of this. Yeah, this like episode.
1: It, her friends trying to get her laid at the fucking prom or whatever, and she's so upset about it, and uh, so a bit of a wet blanket. Oh, it's, home, it's homecoming the next day. She's a little buttoned up, right? Uh, oh yeah. Uh, she wears the apron when she's baking a pumpkin, I, or carving that pumpkin. I'm like, oh man, um, yeah. So that that's our Franklin. Yes,
0: Tommy Jarvis is from
1: Friday Thirteenth. Part six, specifically. Part six. yeah. Grown-up Tommy, not Psycho Tommy from part five, or it's, Child Tommy. It's when he literally brings Jason back from the grave. Like, that's the stupidest thing you could do. He does a dumb thing. Yeah. And so, Loomis is, is that.
0: Is that. You're, you're just dumb. Like, the worst character, like, in
1: history. Sue, or the They Ain't Never Gonna Be Right. Yes. This is yours, so I'll, yeah. I'll bring it back to you.
0: Yeah, so this was from Carrie, uh, the survivor, Sue, and... They Ain't Never Gonna Be Right was from when Stephen King went to go watch it in the theater, and there was a couple guys in the stand, in the crowd who turned to each other at the end of the movie and said, well, that she ain't never gonna be right, and it was Sue. So that's for that character that survives, and you know
1: they're gonna be completely effed for the rest of their lives. Yep. Um, and then Charles from Friday the 13th Part 8, Jason goes to Manhattan. Charles is Uncle Charles, and he is just, he does everything wrong in the sense that he's like this overbearing, tight-knit, um... Like, he can't wait to get the other people killed. Yeah, and you want, again... He's like the ally to the killer. Yeah, someone (laughs) you want to die because he just I I thought I was protecting you when he does something really dumb, so yeah.
0: Oh, it's like that when, you know, it's like throwing your kid into the water and say, swim. Like, that's uncle charles it's just like we're gonna i'm gonna put you to all these bad situations to see if you're gonna live yep
1: and we don't have one today but we also have the judy award judy from sleepaway camp the mean girl the mean Girl. so again we talk about a lot of the tropes and a lot of the character development in these horror movies almost always a mean girl we don't necessarily have one in this film but the mean girl who gets it that's the judy award judy award yep I'm sure in season two, we might come
0: up with other awards because they're just fun to do. Um, so you'll never know. Just uh, keep track
1: and we'll keep going. We might have a and... Loomis Award after this one. Yeah,
0: Jesus. Worst doctor.
1: There's a lot of doctors in horror movies. A doctor and... who parked in a handicapped spot. The Loomis yeah. Award. The Loomis Award. <laughs> there you go.
0: Yeah, the that guy. Fucker. You go... it's That's like, the Loomis Award. He's that guy award, you know, like that guy. All right, let's end it right here with the soundtrack because, oh, I know you've been itching for this. We got, let's try to keep this under 10 minutes. I, th- I think we can do it. What do I, you
1: think, got? I think this exact soundtrack is why we came up with this whole segment, right? Like I think the yes. score in this film, I've already mentioned it before, but it's so iconic to me. Like I don't it's, it's, think of it's, Halloween. It's the
0: jaws of Halloween. Yeah. I don't like. <laughs> think of Halloween
1: without hearing this song. Every trick or treat. I put this on, on like repeat and just kids yes. come up and it's playing and it's like, terrifying but it's beautiful it's like yes. there, it,
0: there's a uh, rap song that used it as it's uh, like in a in a in like the 90s in our
1: in our opening theme song there's a small little guitar part in there that that is a rip off oh, from no that way. um did it just to make sure we could uh capture um a little bit of a horror element in that so it's a little easter egg in there if you ca- so, if you caught it so this could be i mean not even halloween this is
0: one of those soundtracks to a killer that is, or to a thing,
1: that is probably number one, like most recognizable. Yeah, yeah if you play this, like people are gonna know. Like, I don't on. think that yeah. you could play any other horror uh, Jaws, maybe. But right, that's why I said this is like the Jaws. I,
0: I, like they would have to get into a ring and fight it out for the championship belt. Because I, I, but this
1: is better than Jaws. Yes, Jaws 100%. is two notes. This is. Yeah. And and this again, one's like, way it, better. Yeah, this to me is it's very it's it's kind of um, it's droning in almost percussive, and then it has some percussive nature. It's in a different time signature, so it feels a little bit uncomfortable. Like it's in five four instead of a standard four four. Oh, here we so go. You're dirty out. Yeah. So it it, it feels, my head hurts. Yeah, it feels uncomfortable because you're trying to like catch along with it, but like the counts are a little bit weird and the transitions are a little bit weird. So like, I like that dynamic of it. Um. And again like the other parts of the song the other parts of the score that come in have this weird kind of y, like creepy vibe to it like oh, you think it's, it was like Dracula it's 100% theme song. John
0: Carpenter do Yeah it, but then just... it
1: has these like little elements of these like nice melodic parts that sound very like uplifting whimsical. whimsical Yeah, and it just it's a great contrast like the just juxtaposition of how he's putting these things together like and I think that if i remember correctly they they were giving the credit of this soundtrack to like some sort of orchestra because they thought that they wouldn't take it seriously if they said john carpenter did it huh. and you, you might have to fact check me on that it was a it was really research on this but i was like i want to know more about this no
0: the internet said it. it's true
1: yeah probably yeah 100% so look it up and see if it if it makes sense but I, I thought it was kind of interesting that it's it again it's really beautiful in a very creepy sadistic way um but in general it, it's pretty amazing
0: oh yeah you, you hit it on the head especially around halloween or any creepy vibe this this is this is the number 1 song it's i, I don't know any other and it's just so good. Like yeah. I, there's something about it that I'm like, I just like it.
1: And other than Lori and Annie both humming a little tune and singing their little song about Paul, and and uh, Lori sings just the two of us or something. Um, one other amazing song yes. in this film in the car scene. Yes, when she's driving is it with Annie. Purple? No, it's Blue Oyster Cult. Blue Oyster Cult with "Don't Fear the Reaper." Yes, which is again. A hauntingly beautiful song, perfect. And you're talking about the boogeyman, don't fear the reaper. It's sort of like this great moment Aren't in they music. Stoned in that car too. Oh, they're getting. Who doesn't get stoned when they listen to Blue Oyster? Call? I don't
0: know. It's like it was. It was 1978 in a in a nice capsule. Like it was. Great. Yeah,
1: I in that song, I I have really fond memories because uh, I had a friend That's a cowbell. Yeah, um, yeah, well, and yeah, in SNL. <laughs> um, but when I was a young lad, my neighbor, I had a friend that was a neighbor named Chris, and I would always go to his house, and two things I remember um, was that we would, oh, his mom would always make us chicken nuggets, and we'd play video games. He had Sega, and I only had Nintendo at the time, so, like, Sega. playing Sonic and all those games was, was was crazy. But also, his dad would always take us for ice cream, and he had this big truck and he only had one tape that he would play <laughs> and it was Blue Oyster Cults Don't Fear the Reaper. And he listened to I don't know if he had anything else in the car besides that, but he'd always cranked this song up. And as like a six-year-old, I'm like, this song is amazing. Yes, And I just loved it. And so I always had this fond memory of go. it. But then this movie came out, I think in the 90s, called The Stone Age. And oh, it's, yeah. And it's a great film, very funny comedy. Um, and a lot of it is based around Blue Call Cult and this song. And so just another one to call out is you should go watch The Stoned Age. It's, again, a pretty hilarious take on a film. There's a lot of funny parts in it. Yes, um, it's a good movie. But there's a, a great scene Hidden with gem, Blue Oyster yeah. Cult. Yeah.
0: It's kind of like uh, in the same, like Clerks and Chasing Amy and rats yeah. It kind of lived I, in
1: that world, but it was not a, a View you type. It's these two, like... Like Southern California metalheads who are on a quest to get drunk, stoned, and laid. Like that's the story. Like that's it.
0: Yeah, like, but I just remember them being at a convenience store the whole time, right?
1: No, no, they um, they get a tip that there is this like real hot chick that's down at some beach. And they want to go, um, try to get with her because they heard she's like hot to trot or something. Oh, I'm so they go to this an- house. I'm totally thinking of another movie then. <laughs> um, <laughs> you, you, I'll lend to you the DVD. I have it. It's great. can't wait. It's a All real. Right. It's a good watch.
0: <laughs> All right, so let's score this. I mean, this is going to be pretty easy. Ten out of ten. It's right? a ten out of ten. I, could maybe even. Turn it to eleven.
1: <laughs> I think, like Bloister Cult did on the guitar solo and "Don't Fear the Reaper," we're turning this one to eleven.
0: Yeah, let's turn it to eleven because we definitely got to give uh, John Carpenter his his just his just do. I mean, we everyone already has, but <laughs> we're gonna just pile on to that. Anything else in your notes or anything you want to add for Halloween?
1: The 20- last thing is that there's one clip that's really clever. Um, is that they have a clip from the very original version of The Thing from 1951 that's playing on the television as they're watching it. And it was one of John Carpenter's favorites, which is why he remade it in the 80s. We did that a couple episodes ago. Um, But I thought it was really clever that they added The Thing. He did not score it, unfortunately, and it was a terrible score. You can go back to our episode listen to it. Um, But I thought that was a nice little Easter egg in there of The Thing. If you're watching back going, Oh my god that's amazing Because for a minute You're like getting a Back to the future thing You're like Wait that movie came out Later than this movie What happened But Yes We go back that And I wasn't even aware That it came out in 1951 Yeah Um. So pretty pretty crazy And I'll have to go back And watch that Yeah So Season 2 episode 1
0: That is a wrap We have new, We What? It's in the books It's in the books And we have new segments We're playing along This season, we are going to do it. We're going to get a guest. We're going to have a couple visitors. Indeed. Uh, Our shows are going to be kind of sporadic. Uh, I have a very busy schedule from here until 2023. (laughs) Yep. I won't get into and bore you with those facts, but we are going to try to pepper at least two episodes a month every other week, if not two at one time or whatever, and and, and just dish them out.
1: And we'll theme them out a little bit. I think like the month of, November, we're going to do, you know, like ghost themes or we might do, you know, all 90s horror, you know, we'll, we'll try to come up with some themes so that we can be a little bit uh, kind of we can we can get a little bit more into a genre or a style um, by doing a couple movies back to back.
0: Yeah, I, um, I think what we should really do, maybe maybe it won't be such of a theme for November, but we're, we're dying and maybe we're waiting for a guest to do this scream. Like maybe that has to be in our repertoire in the next yeah. four movies.
1: <laughs> so. Well, I thought we were gonna do Thanksgiving and Thanksgiving too, but I guess we could do Scream instead. <laughs> if you want a Thanksgiving theme, that's fine. I'm ready for the Christmas movies. I yes. love Christmas horror movies, so I'm I'm dying awesome. for the Christmas movies. Yeah, I'm all for it. We're doing that. We um, got
0: child's play. I mean that's that's yeah. one. Absolutely.
1: Yep. Black Christmas. Black Christmas. Where do we Not want to go? The original. The original. Okay. It's so creepy. Original is the way to okay. go. Uh I like Silent Night Deadly Night. Um there there's a bunch. Yes. So, more to come. Thank you for listening.
0: Be well. Yes. Happy Halloween. Enjoy yourselves.
1: This is probably going to drop Saturday on the, you know, All Hallows Eve. I'll do my best to get it out for you. Yes. All right. Good night, everyone. Peace out.